Oh my god, that was loud in my ears. Yeah, that hurt me a little bit. Ow. Is that loud for you as well? Extremely loud. That was like the loudest intro I've ever heard in my whole entire life for yeah, anything. It's hard. I've got a lot of channels here. We've got you on Zoom. We got me on normal and uh, the, the sound effects on the normal thing as well. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but happy Friday. Happy Friday. Oh, yeah, it's jazz and it's also happy Friday. My co-host on the show tonight is called Happy Friday because your Zoom name, Laura, is happy Friday. Yeah, every single time I log into Zoom, because obviously I've been broadcasting from home, so I've been logged into um, Zoom every night so I can see jazz and communicate. But for whatever reason, every single time I do log into Zoom, I have to change my name because it always comes up as my email address mm. and I don't like that I want it to be my name I think so today I was like I'm going to change it to Happy Friday because it's Friday and we always say Happy Friday I think you need to go into your actual Zoom settings okay and, here we go and a little, give little your, tech lesson and give yourself an actual username okay well that seems a bit much for me right now it's Friday night It's I'll do it for Monday that's Monday's problem because whenever I get the notification saying that you're in the Zoom meeting it's like <laughs> Laura Bracken at whatever your email is has joined the chat and alright give away all my secrets oh my god your email is first name last name at email host server what the hell who would have thought it? Who would have thunk it? There's Nagasi, you probably could just guess anyone's email just if you if you wanted to. Like, and also, so what if anyone has an email? Like, oh no, you're going to yeah. send me an unsolicited email? Uh, I actually got a DM off someone and they were like, hey, I sent you an email to laura.bracken at blah, 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 blah. Uh, did you get it? And I was like, no, that's not my email address, but good guess. And they were like, oh, well, what's uh. your actual email address? And I was like, hmm. What are you sending me? You gotta, you gotta let me know where you're gonna send me first. And um, it was some amazing Irish music. So there you go. Ah, there you go. Um, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure I, I spoke about this on the show when I realised, but certain email servers will recognise if you get an email partially wrong. So, for example, my email is jazz.keen at. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I don't want to say. My email is. Now, this actually only works for my Gmail account. Okay. I'm not sure if it does for others, but anyway, my is email this, is this GDPR friendly. Like, can you can you? Yeah, is, this, is this? It's my own email. I'm not going to sue myself for GDPR mis mismanagement. You might wake up one day and just want to sue yourself. That could be a thing. So my email is jazz.keen at gmail.com and I realised because my girlfriend is trying to send me an email and she sent it to just jazzkeen at gmail.com and I was like, that's not going to work. You missed the dot But it still came through So The oh. Gmail server Realised that You know It was close enough And it was like Ah it, 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 You nearly got there We'll send it anyway And apparently that's quite common That's really cool See I suppose Jazz Keen Wouldn't be the most Common name in the world No but it's um, not just for me It's like that's the thing Like if someone misses a dot Or oh. an underscore Or put, there's a certain Amount of things That it will be like I ah, look we know what you're trying to get at here. We'll send it anyway. Like, it's not just because hey, <laughs> G- the Gmail robot computer was like, this guy's name is a little bit out of the ordinary. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's pretty cool to know, yeah. though, isn't it? That, like, you're you're probably not missing out on the most important emails of your life because Gmail just knows how to kind of get yeah. it to you. It's kind of like, it's similar when you send a, a letter to someone um, in, in a different part of Ireland to you and you don't necessarily know their full name and address. And the postman just knows. He's like, "Oh, I, I know, I know that you just had the first name and a, a little bit of the area code, but I know exactly the person that you're talking about." And then it arrives to them like two days later, and you're like, 
postmen yeah. are magic. Yeah, they really are. And I actually got a letter sent into me in work here during the week. And I there was no name on the letter, so I don't know who it's from. Thank you for sending it in if it's you and you're listening right now. But I had to laugh on the on the address on the envelope. It was like Jazz Keen, spin one oh three eight and li- literally on the on the letter it was like Diggs Lane brackets I think Dublin <laughs> and you, you got it spot on it is Diggs Lane but I just like how it was like I think in brackets <laughs> on the envelopes like I don't really know but hopefully Mr Postman you'll know what's going on here well you got it right well done I think we should test this on the show next week should we try and like send a letter to a listener by using only their county and their name and see if oh, it gets Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, this could be really cool. Now, bear in mind, there could be a few delays because of COVID. I think the post is slightly delayed. I don't but know But I think is. this could be a good thing to try. We're yeah. going to test it out and see how far our letter can get with just like minimal information. With the bare minimum details, we'll see yeah. how good on post are getting things. And I really, I really do think the more rural Ireland you go the less details you need <laughs> the postmen just know everyone you can literally give something like I think there was a tree that had a 90 degree bend in it 20 yeah, years ago yeah. beside this house postman's like oh no yeah John, John oh yeah that's John bendy tree house John that's him yeah now you look, are you looking for John Senior or John Junior? Because John Senior is still there, but John Junior moved ten feet down the road. So yeah. you need to let me know which one, which John you want. Oh, this could be fun. I'm looking forward to this already. And especially, who doesn't love getting handwritten posts? Yeah. I adore getting handwritten letters. I have a friend who is living in New Zealand, oh. and I will never forget the first, like in the first couple of months when she moved over, she wrote me a handwritten letter, and I still have it. It's one of my most prized possessions because I'm like, in this day and age, like. We don't print photographs. We don't send handwritten letters. It's all digital. We send text messages, send voice notes. So it's so lovely to have like a physical piece of like someone's writing or, you know. Yeah, it's cool. I love it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I agree with the photos thing because I was speaking about it on the show. I think you'll hear it in the podcast later on. But um, me and my girlfriend were five years last week. And as part of a gift for her, I made her a photo album of us one photo of us per month that we've been together which sounded like a good idea at the start but five years that's 60 something that's 60 months and there's a few extras as well so I I had to find and print 60 photos like 63 photos I think in the end I was was working on it for like two weeks beforehand doing it but it was really good because there was obviously a photo per month of us being together but it's so cool because like that we we all our photos like yeah we've loads of them like now compared to like you know our parents or grandparents generation they they would have had very little or else very few physical photos but now we have mm. loads but you, they get lost and like they're, yeah they're on your computer so you don't dig them out at a family occasion to show but when you have actual physical photo albums you do and you make a, a point to get them out and show people so I was like this would be cool to have because like yeah, it's so th- cool there's and lots like, of I think, I think a couple of months ago didn't I mention that I got a scrapbook on the show mm. and I've started like putting together like you know concert tickets festival bands like loads of like little like memorabilia like you know when you go to a city and you might pick up like a flyer or you might have like a receipt from somewhere cool that you went I just want to stick I stuck all that into a scrapbook yeah. and also for Christmas my boyfriend bought me one of these like little Bluetooth Polaroid printers so not so not you don't necessarily need to have um, a Polaroid camera I have one of those anyway but you can h- hook it up to the Bluetooth 
Bluetooth on your phone and you can print off all the photos that you t- that you took on your on your phone, but you can print them off as a Polaroid and they're just such gorgeous little things to have. Like I printed off a lovely picture of my niece and I gave it to my dad and he has that now in his room and it's just such a nice little thing to have because as I said, we never print off photos anymore like I remember being younger and my dad would have had to send the film off to the chemist and then the chemist would have to yeah. print all the photos and you get you have to wait a week or two and then you get them back and the excitement and we don't have that anymore so yeah I think it's lovely that you did that nice physical thing yeah it's cool it's and be cool to, to have to like yeah to look back on and <laughs> and art if we if if we have children if we are still together if that's what happens and Aww. like we're showing like our kids the physical stuff like we're not going to be flicking through our phone showing photos of what we did 40 years ago but if we have a photo album of our first few years together like that'll be so cool and you'll make it'll be like an appointment to to go and look back rather than like scroll through your iPhone and meanwhile yeah. you, you pay 500 euro a month for all your extra iCloud stores <laughs> so you can keep your photos from all the years so like that isn't going to be a thing so it's nice to have the physical bits you know oh it's gorgeous no it's so nice and it's, it's it means I think a lot more than it ever did as well because we live in such a digital age that where you don't have the physical things anymore it mm. means so much more that like you said Jazz you were working on that for a couple of weeks like that just means like labour went into that love went yep. into that it's just it's just beautiful yeah yeah it was fun it was fun to do lots of arts and crafts are involved as well mm. <laughs> um, you and your arts and crafts yeah did I didn't cut didn't cut up the cards with the meat scissors I'll tell you, I'll tell you that much and if you don't know mm. what the hell we're talking about you'll hear it in the podcast um, but Laura we were doing a, a whatchamacallit a, a personality get to know thing a few weeks ago on the, on yeah. the podcast intro get it up there because I answered loads of questions a few weeks ago so it's your turn uh, so it's my turn to answer questions yeah Okay, well, if you just Google 101 get to know you questions, that's the first thing that comes oh, up. Oh, I thought you had a bookmark. Okay, give me a sec. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm excited. I love being asked questions. Get to. Wow, I'm so excited. 101 I feel ways like... to get rid of your husband, 101 ways to get out of work, 101 ways to keep his attention. <laughs> yeah, 101 get to know you questions. That's just what I, that's just what I Google. Is it on signupgenius.com? Yep, that's the one. All right, pick a number. Uh, 42 I actually I'm not looking at it at the moment I'm going to close that 42, 42. If you were a su- uh, If you were a superhero What would oh, Jesus If you were a superhero What powers would you have? Um, I would have the power To be Spider-Man's wife And So if you were a superhero <laughs> You'd want to be a wag like you don't even want to be the actual superhero yourself. You just want to be sitting there while your superhero husband does goes out all day and night, makes some money, and comes home. So you're <laughs> you're living in the big Spider-Man gaff. Oh, I don't know. What would my superhero be? That's a really tough question. I think I would love the power to just resolve anything with the click of a finger because it's very fast. It gets the problem solved asap. I think, and I think time is of the essence. Time is very important when it comes to saving lives and saving people and saving the world. So I would click my fingers and everything would be done. Okay. Interesting. I'm sorry, that's really boring, isn't it? It's really yeah, it's uh, random yet specific. Yeah. And it's also, it means as well that I, I don't have to do too much activeness. So I'm, yeah. so I'm not tired, you know, because superheroes can still get tired. So I don't want to be tired and have to choose. I want to be able to save everybody. I don't want to be too tired to save people. Why do I feel like the idea of this is like, you know, oh, you hear <laughs> you hear of like a, a tsunami happening somewhere. You're like, 
that's done but realistically it's going to be like I just ordered a spice bag where the hell is it there it is yeah I mean great great all round I think the the finger clicking is is the way to go as long as you're not clicking it in people's faces because that is rude yeah Uh, alright next number Uh, oh I would say 93 the year I was born what was your first job my first job, I think officially my first paid job was babysitter. I think I started babysitting when I was around 15 or 16. And then after that, actually, no, oh, I lie. The first ever job I got paid for, Jazz, I think I told you this before. I was one of those, uh, the students oh, yeah. that, that supervised outside of like the junior cert exams and you bring the tea to the examiners. Yeah. And then you also have to accompany um, people to the toilet. So in, in the middle of their exam, you need to like walk them to the bathroom and then walk them back. So weird. <laughs> Such a funny job. Yeah, that was my first proper paid job. Then babysitting, then retail, then radio. Yeah. A bit of, oh, a bit of promo, bit of promo in between bit as well. Of, bit yeah. of promo. Bit All of right. promo. And last number. Oh, we're going to go 30. The age I don't want to be in two years. <laughs> mm, okay. Would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job and why? Oh, uh, Don't even act you know, like this is a tough question. You just I said you say, want to be a wag of a superhero. <laughs> I think I would like to win the lotto, but I would love to keep my job. Like I often say this, that if I won the lotto, even if it was like 200 million, I would not give up my job because I would be bored and I genuinely love this job and I I would I would I would win the lotto and not tell anybody so my life wouldn't change you would you actually wouldn't be able to know if I won the lotto or not because I don't think I would change anything I might just take more holidays that's fair <laughs> I would definitely know if you won the lotto do you think oh my god yes absolutely how, how do you think you would know you would just, you not, do you not think I could be secretive no you think you'd be really uh, really chill and like not change at all but like I think it would be I think I don't know I think it'd be so easy to tell like and I think you'd you'd think you'd be acting really well to to stay like grounded and seem like you haven't changed at all but it would just be like <laughs> written all over yourself and your surroundings why? Because I would be doing instead of doing my my show, or the, the show live from uh, your show. My bedroom, right. my Settle down. My, uh, you haven't even won the lotto yet, and it's your show. <laughs> it's, it's my show. Instead of doing the show from my bedroom, I'd be doing it from like my Range Rover in the Bahamas. <laughs> As if you could drive a Range Rover, and if you were to drive a Range Rover, drive it to the Bahamas. I never said I'd be driving it. I just said I'd buy one and ah, maybe yes. sit in it. Your chauffeur I never called Jeeves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. Get to know me. I like that. Let's do you again next week. Yeah, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a great podcast this week. Uh, Jazz and I, we discuss many things such as... um, Oh, oh, this is a good one. World peace. What what is on your sexy time playlist? Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, we went through my old sex playlist and woo, I can see why it didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a bit of Rod Stewart in there. That's all I'm going to say. I can I can tell you nobody was put in the mood. In fact, everyone was slightly repulsed. So uh, prepare to be repulsed, everybody. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> I was in the mood. You were the only one in the mood, Jazz. Nobody else was. <laughs> and I feel telepathically, Rod Stewart was in the mood as well when I was playing his tunes. Yeah, well, I think I think Rod Stewart is always in the mood. He always looks like he's having yeah. a good time. Yeah, jeez, I'd yeah, I think yeah, Rod, I'd say Rod Stewart has had a bit of fun in his day. Oh yeah, 
Definitely. <laughs> All right, enjoy the podcast. I'll talk to you later. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Right now, Jazz, you were called greedy and what was it, opportunistic by your girlfriend over the weekend? Is that what yeah, she called you? Yeah, or exploitative or some, some, exploitative. some words of the sort. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you spotted what you thought was an online bargain, but you knew it was too good to be true, but you went ahead anyway, getting a TV for it, the tenth of the price that it was originally. Uh, and like, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I really feel like this is like a moral dilemma. Like, yeah. you probably would do it, but like, would, would you sleep at night? I don't know. Yeah, so if you're just joining us, this is the crack. A few friends of mine were talking in the WhatsApp group over the weekend. We spotted a, a deal online from elect, an electrical retailer, and essentially they had a, this 65 inch 4K Ultra HD, blah, blah, blah telly that's worth two and a half grand. They had it up on sale. Well, they had it up for the price of 230 euro, so a tenth of the price. I don't know if it was an actual sale. I assume not, because that is that is way too good to be true. But that was the legit price. So uh, me and a few friends jumped on it. I put, put the order through. I paid the money, and I was like, I, I hope I get this now. Like realizing that this is way too good to be true and that can't be the real price. Anyway, I was telling my girlfriend about it and she was like, oh, I don't know, I just feel a little bit greedy or like it's not right to do that. Clearly someone has made a mistake on the on the system setting that price. They're going to get lashed out of it by their boss for 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 making a mistake and doing that sort of crack and then I was like I don't feel guilty like it's not like this is a this is like a a one a one small person's business you know that they're missing out and like it's a big company and a lot of people are agreeing with me Angela says I bought it too since got an email to say the money would be returned I'll get to that in a sec Um Who's first? Uh, Sue's on WhatsApp. Jazz, I'm 100% with you on this one. Um, what a steal. And yeah, you couldn't not get it. I I would be the exact same. <laughs> it's their fault, not yours. And happy days. And if the deal is still there, will you <laughs> send us the old... Um, the info on it, because uh, 65-inch uh, TV would be uh, pretty nice in my sitting room. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Richie has a similar view. Jazz, what's the crack with you, Richie, here? Oh, yeah, 150% would have done the exact same thing you done. Well done, dear pal. Give out that name where you got it from and see if there any more teddies up there. <laughs> and uh, Connor as well. Jazz, you'd want to have a word with your girlfriend because there's nothing wrong with you getting something clearly on sale. Uh, also, there's literally nothing illegal or immoral about doing it if it's been put in. And it's clearly not a mistake because if it was a big company, they could simply not uh, continue with the transaction and it could have come off the website or they could have emailed you to say it was an honest mistake and we can't process your transaction. So it clearly was a valid sale. Why shouldn't you be able to get it? That's ridiculous. Yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. After putting the order through and paying the money, I then got an email probably about 12 hours later being like, from this big company that said, look, we made a mistake. These things happen. We're really sorry that it has happened. You know, I hope you can understand where we're coming from. We have to cancel your order. So I was like, oh, you know, when, when something seems too good to be true, it usually is. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I, I, I was so close to getting a telly for a tenth of the price, but this is how these things go sometimes. But I'm interested that no one, that no one is like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. You, you were t you were bad to do it like pretty much no one has said that <laughs> no 
like I don't think you're bad to do it. Like I think anyone, you know, would have seen that online as said, seen that it was like a, a real, like legit sale. Like why why wouldn't you put in your card details and try and get it? I mean, yeah. as you said, like they can just turn around and say no. But I do think that what I'm trying to explain is like you would have that feeling of, oh, I really shouldn't be doing this. This is kind of morally wrong. Oh, I yeah, don't know. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think dead right. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I'm going to throw you back now to a couple of weeks ago on the show when Laura, we were having one of the most heated debates that we have ever had on the show and that was about the meat scissors and this is the scissors that some people have in your kitchen and instead of chopping 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 chicken breasts and and the likes with a knife you cut it with the scissors I was so disgusted by the thought of it and we had such a debate about it yeah we did so we were I was chatting about cutting up meat and I said how I cut my hand with a knife and some lovely listener got in touch and she said you know what you need to get yourself a meat scissors because you can chop your meat and you don't you don't get hurt and everything is grand and I said yeah like you can't I suppose you have to get a specific scissors you can't just use your regular kitchen scissors but if you do not the end of the world because you can wash it and then use it for other things yeah and I was more so appalled that like if you, fair enough if you are using a meat scissors that's grand but don't be going using it for arts and crafts and you were laughing at me for talking about arts and crafts like, yeah. like a 10 year old I was going to throw you back here's a clip from a couple of weeks ago on the show you can't be using that scissors for arts and crafts no matter how many times you boil it or how many times you wash it just because you don't mix food and arts and crafts particularly raw meat and arts and crafts or whatever else you be cooking my, my favourite part about you your argument is that you're so passionate about arts and crafts when you literally haven't done it since like 2002 well like, I'm just generalising I'm generalising scissorly duties arts and crafts well saying that I haven't done arts and crafts since 2002 or in school well you can now address me by Neil Buchanan because this is an art attack (laughs) and over the weekend what have you done over the weekend I was I was submerged in arts and crafts so I think I mentioned last week on the show that uh, myself and my girlfriend Claudia were five years together at the end of last week so I was preparing her a gift uh, a very cute little photo album of pictures from us over the five years and I printed loads out and I was making it real nice and part of that was putting in coloured paper behind all the photos in the photo album so I got lots of card I had to cut it up and I spent <laughs> I spent hours putting this thing together and the majority of the time was spent cutting up the card with like a scalpel and then also with scissors so I was fully immersed in arts and crafts and, and the only thing that was going through my head at that time when I was using the scissors was that I could not be doing this right now if this was a meat <laughs> scissors and if I had ever cut a chicken breast open with this thing and here you go age 24 in 2021 doing arts and crafts on a Saturday night or a Friday night I think it was actually and, uh, well, there and you go. I will never have you say a bad word about arts and crafts or or uh, scissorly duties again. I never had a bad word to say about arts and crafts. I just thought your argument at the time was a bit invalid because you were giving out about arts and crafts when you literally had not done them in years. And like as I said, like I, I don't have a meat scissors, but I do stand by the fact that if you do have a scissors and if you do chop meat with it, if you are washing it, same way you'd wash, you'd wash a knife. And then no. you'd go and use that knife for no. vegetables no. once it's clean. 
I just think it's fine. I mean, no one's going to know if you chopped a chicken breast and then chopped a bit of curd 20 minutes later. Imagine I As long as you wash it. Imagine, as long as you wash it. Imagine I had prepared a lovely photo album but used a scissors that had previously been used to chop up chicken breasts only a few days before. That wouldn't be a nice present for, for any day of the year. Ah, your girlfriend wouldn't notice, guaranteed. She'd be crying over the lovely photograph. She probably would have got salmonella from my photo. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. with Jazz and Laura. Over the weekend, yesterday, I was in the chipper, and I know you're going to be like, oh, here we go, just another weekend, another weekend where Laura's in the chipper. No surprise there. Um, but yesterday, it was like an unexpected chipper, because, of course, it was Mother's Day, and obviously, I'm at home, my mom and my dad, and we had plans to have a really nice Mother's Day. We had the restaurant picked, um, but silly old me, I was in charge of getting the food and I didn't think that we would have to pre-book like a takeaway or a delivery from said restaurant. But then I forgot that Mother's Day is quite busy and everyone else probably in Dublin had the same idea as me. Yeah. Um, so when we went to go order, we couldn't get it. So we decided we're going to do Mother's Day properly next weekend. But we were like, right, we need to get fed. Let's just go up to the chipper and get a chipper instead. <laughs> So Hang I on. ended up going up to the chipper. That was definitely your Go plan on. all along. You're like, guys, <laughs> I will oh, I will stop. take care of it. I'll, I'm going to order us a lovely restaurant takeout box. And like, yeah, it will be grand. <laughs> Inside Laura's head, it's like, if I just uh, don't book anywhere and say, oh, everywhere's too busy, it means we'll have to get a chipper. Oh, would you stop? Can't believe you'd actually think that of me. <laughs> You're basically saying it. You? You're basically saying it out loud. <laughs> Well, no, I just didn't think, no, 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 no one in my family thought that we would have to book. But anyway, so what would happen, what happened is, anyway, we ended up going to the chipper. And when I was in the chipper, I was waiting on my food to be, to be made and get collected and whatever. And the phone rang and obviously people were ringing up and making orders on the phone. And I overheard the guy in the chipper taking the order and he just said to someone, hey, yeah, and do you want, do you want salt and vinegar on the chips? And I was just like, that's, that, like, I know that has to be a question because maybe not everyone likes salt and vinegar, but I just assumed that, like, it was just standard that everyone would say yes to salt and vinegar on chips. I don't know anyone that ever goes into the chipper and says, don't give me salt and vinegar on those chips. Are you one of those people? No, no, Jesus. To me, there's only one answer to that question. And when the man in the chipper goes, do you want salt and vinegar on it? You go, yeah, loads, please. And there's, yeah. they're like, they're, <laughs> yeah. that, you can't, you can't say, yes, please. You can't say, oh, I'll have salt and vinegar. You have to say, uh, yeah, loads. Loads, please. But you're yeah, right. Loads. And then also, as well, if you watch them, you go, more, more, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's grand. Yeah, loads. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> like, literally, like, it's literally like, how many how many bottles of vinegar do you have there? Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it a bottle per chip, please? Because I'll take it. Um, but I. <laughs> there is a friend. There is a friend of mine in school, and we we used to go to the chipper on like a, a Wednesday or, th- or Thursday after school, and uh, it got to a stage where. Even after saying, yeah, loads, please, after his salt and vinegar, there'd be one of, one of my friends, he, he just had like this non-verbal agreement with the chipper that he would just reach over the counter, grab the salt and vinegar and do his <laughs> himself because he was, he, there was, no matter how many times he say, yeah, loads, please, he, it wouldn't be enough for him. So he, he just started grabbing salt and vinegar himself from over the counter and he'd do it. And, and the, the, the chippy people just let him. They're like, yeah, Grant, this, yes, is, yeah. this is that yeah. fella. Yeah, see, I think as well, pre-COVID times, I'd say if you were a, a regular to your chipper, they probably would let you do that, but now they can't. But, like, I think it's pretty standard that when you say loads, like, n- n- no amount will ever be enough. And even as well, I I remember from one of my chippers, we actually got, like, a bottle of their vinegar oh, they have nice. because it was never enough. 
we were like, here, we'll just throw you a five or whatever. How much for that? Because like we want it. And they were like, yeah, yeah grand, no problem. Because the vinegar you have at home is never the same. Yeah. But I was really curious to see, like, are there actually people out there? Because sure, I was like, surely there's not people out there that won't take salt and vinegar on the chips. So I put up a poll on my Instagram story with a picture of my chipper from last night. And Jazz, I'm actually horrified. 12% of people have said that they have their chips plain. Oh my God. That is one yeah. in every eight people say no salt and vinegar. That is absolutely disgusting. And I've even had what five DMs from people. Five DMs justifying the reason for not having these chips, right? And one person even said to me, if they're good enough chips, you don't need anything on them. Oh, big call. The cast with Jazz and Laura. I know St. Patrick didn't banish all of the snakes because blank. You can you can fill it in there. 087-711-1038. Kelly says, I know St. Patrick didn't banish all the snakes because my brother still ha- still hangs out with my ex-boyfriend who cheated on me and broke my heart. Oh, that's awkward. Brother hanging out. That's all, such a mm. such an interesting dynamic because like if there's family involved not necessarily in the relationship but like on the on the outer <laughs> perimeters of the relationship like if they were mates beforehand surely you can't be too angry with your brother still being f- friends with a friend that he had before a relationship do you know like yeah but if they weren't friends before the relationship though who does the loyalty lie with the like the mate or the sister has to be your sister well maybe they're only friends because they share a disliking for the sister <laughs> oh Jazz Jazz you're the biggest snake out of this whole relationship <laughs> I am Jazz, Jazz who is this yeah who is this person to you Jazz do you know this person very personal looks like Shane Patrick is going to be coming down the chimney to banish me on Wednesday <laughs> uh, Jack also says I got stood up on a virtual date at the weekend the girl left me sitting in a zoom waiting room like an idiot oh, oh my god oh. imagine being is there anything worse than like being stood up at a restaurant when you're at least like you could get oh. you could get a meal or get a drink for yourself. If you're left hanging in a Zoom waiting room and there's no one there's oh, no that's one to so even heartbreaking. There's no waiter to even be even come over and stick his hand on your shoulder and be like, Did you get stood up, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's oh Jack, that's awful. Oh no. Oh god. Oh my heart's broken. Snake. Uh, <laughs> snakes everywhere uh, John says <laughs> uh, I know St. Patrick didn't banish all the snakes because we are doing a fitness challenge in work to win one for all gift cards for the team by walking a load of kilometres but I know the winning group cycle to get theirs finished first snakes snakes everywhere oh, snakes the whole lot of them big snakes Absolutely. I, I, I would report them now to management I wouldn't be happy who knew snakes could cycle eh <laughs> You think they're little? Yeah. You think they're little uh, snake uh, snake bodies would only be on one side of the bike? They'd have to cycle with their tongue splitting into two. Well, maybe if they slithered, they would have got there even faster. Oh, snakes! snakes. Uh, Emma says <laughs> <laughs> we should have like a snake siren. Do we have a siren? Uh, we should have you know your man on on, on YouTube that goes, "I'm a snake." I'm a snake. Uh, snake. All I do is snake, snake, snake. Uh, <laughs> no matter what I do, snake. Emma says, I know St. Patrick didn't banish all the snakes because my ex tried to end me and my boyfriend's relationship because he still loves me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's bad, actually. A part of me was like, oh, he still loves her, but then also I'm like, ah, let it go, mate. Oh, do you know what that sounds like? Sounds like a snake. 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 All I do is slither, slither, oh. slither. 
Oh, snake all day, every day. Oh, that's, imagine, that's terrible. Imagine if the snake siren did actually go off anytime there was snaky behaviour. Like, at the start of this, Laura, you were like, there's, I know the St. Patrick didn't banish all the snakes because Jazz steals uh, food out of the work fridge. Imagine every time mm. I went to the work fridge to steal someone's snacks, like, the room went green and St. Patrick jumped out and went, <laughs> <gasps> You there at the fridge! All I do is snake, snake, snake! <laughs> Could you, I'd say that'd be a really, really good idea because I've had food stolen from me from the work fridge and I, I'm convinced it was in your belly. <sighs> <laughs> oh, the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. <sighs> I have to come clean because I've made a little bit of a mistake that's related to the show. Oh, Jazz Keen made a boo-boo. What did you do, do? <laughs> so... <laughs> so Obviously, we have the ZooCast, which is our podcast that goes up weekly and it features, you know, the best bits from the show during the week and there's there's extra. We usually we usually harp on for ages at the start and a little bit of an extra intro for it and that yep. goes up every Friday night after the week and you're working from home, Laura, so obviously I'm in control. I, I gather all the audio at the end of the week and I piece it together and I upload it to the to the internet after and that sort of crack and then it's up there and then you can enjoy yeah. it on the Spin app or website or wherever you listen to podcasts if you search for the Zoocast it be there now however I was looking through oh, the here we go I was looking through the files there of it I think I actually copped this last Friday when I was doing it and I was like okay yeah and the way we upload them I title them Zoocast the number of it and then like either like three things that are coming up in it or else just an interesting name so, yeah. for, so for example the last few uh, Zoocast number 28 uh, Disgusting Couples Feta and Hot Linda Zoocast number 29 <laughs> Weird Compliments Strange Names and Shane Codd Zoocast number 30 Listeners Roast Us Zoocast number 32 Introverted Extroverts Oh no Did you cop? I know what you did Did you cop? You left out number Yeah You, you, you thought Yeah you left out number 31 oh, You forgot number oh, 31 <laughs> Oh, Jazz, oh no. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Now, in the grand... Oh, that is really annoying. In the grand scheme of things, it's actually not that bad, but it's just, it's been playing on my mind and for some reason, it's annoying me so much. And like, I went back to our like, our source files that I have on the computer here to see if I made that mistake from like, the folder where I have all the audio and maybe I just yeah. made the mistake on like, the podcast network end of it but no even on our source folder here 28, 29, 30, 32 I've forgotten number 31 from the get go Oh, but you know, at least, at least, so it, it is thirty-one f- gone from the get-go because at least you don't have a thirty-one on the folder on the computer and no thirty-one on the internet because then you get really, really confused. Yeah, I think if we just ignore it, this week is number thirty-three, but in our head it's number thirty-two. Here's the thing: just keep going with it. Just Here's keep the going. Thing. Thirty thirty-one would have been three weeks ago. Last week was 33. This week is going to be 34. So it was actually a few weeks ago. So we're gone past it now. Like, do do we have to rectify this problem and upload a, like ter- a episode 31 from a few weeks ago, but it's coming now? Or do we just say that from now on, we do not speak of the number 31? If it comes up in something else we're talking about on the show, we have to say yeah. we are the, the number 31 is removed from our vocabulary. What time? Yeah, 31 what time is, does not exist. What time is it after 8.30? 
8.32. Yeah, exactly. I think this is the way forward. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 31 does not exist. This is not in our vocabulary. 31 is not a number. Goodbye. Yeah. No. It's like exist. it's like hotels in in uh, well all over the world, but in America they don't have a floor thirteen. You cannot go to floor thirteen because what lies on floor ter- thirteen of a hotel? Apparently, the thirty first episode of the zoo cast. But you know, you're never going to yeah. find either of those. So don't and even ghosts. look. And ghosts. <laughs> zoo cast with Jazz and Laura. I don't know if you saw this in the news in the last couple of days. Elon Musk, obviously, he is the head of Tesla. He is his company and he's an absolute genius, albeit he's kind of weird sometimes. But he, he's always making <laughs> these kind of weird business moves that people are always being like, oh, do you know, he, he just does things differently. And this is exactly that. So, obviously, he's the big boss. He's the CEO of, of Tesla, yeah. of his, his car company, Tesla. So, instead of calling himself the CEO the chief executive officer he's changed his own title <laughs> and he is now called the techno king of tesla and that is is his official Stop. company title he's like you know what it's my company i want to be a little bit different you may now address me as the techno king of tesla <laughs> The techno king of Tesla. I'm sorry, that just seems a bit weird, isn't it? Like, and it does. I think that other companies will, will follow suit. Then instead of calling their CEO the CEO, they're now the techno king. Maybe, maybe we might. I might march into our big boss's office now tomorrow and be like, "Hey, techno king, what's the crack? <laughs> what's the crack, techno king?" <laughs> but it doesn't like stop there. In my office. He has also <laughs> changed the title of his chief financial officer. So the man who's in charge of all the money his name is Zach Kirkhorn he is now the master of coin which I think is very cool the master of oh, coin he missed he missed a mark there tell me his name again Zach Kirkhorn should have been Zach Kirkhorn that would have been way better <laughs> Kirkhorn oh come on Kirkhorn <laughs> Zach Kirkhorn master of money <laughs> that would have been way better <laughs> but I was thinking you know I mean, on this show, we don't really have titles necessarily like presenters or hosts. But I think yeah. we could take a take a leaf out of Elon Musk's book. And uh, oh. I think I think from now on, I want Laura. I want you to address me as Jazz Keen, King of Buttons. <laughs> That's much better. I would think for you, I'm being a little bit kinder. I would have said Jazz Keen DJ Extraordinaire. <laughs> That's what I might change my Instagram handle to Jazz Keen DJ Extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> Just in DJ extraordinaire. I don't know what I would want to be. Oh, uh, I've Maybe got like one for you. Entra- oh, go oh, what, go what on, were you going to say? No, what were you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Laura Bracken, entertaining expert. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a monkey they'd wheel in at parties to do magic tricks. The entertaining, entertaining expert. The entertaining expert. Why? Oh, no. I feel like yours is going to be really mean. I was going to call you the, the CBO, the Chief Bedroom Officer. Oh, that's that sounds very, very naughty. Lower bracket and chief bedroom officer. Be crossing like over for some uh, exclusive bedroom content in five minutes. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. And right now, I suppose we kind of want to find out a little bit more about you. Um, because we kind of want to find out what songs do you listen to? What songs put you in the mood when you may be having a romantic night in with your other half? Uh, you can let us know. 87 1038 Jazz, I'm going to be totally honest. This just isn't me trying to, you know, come across as like, I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I genuinely don't 
have songs that are coming to mind. I'm like, oh, we must stick that on now for our night in. Like, is that, is it, I, I'm finding, I think after chatting to you a little bit about this, I feel it's more weird that I don't have a playlist. <laughs> yeah, in case you're not following what we're talking about here, do you have a sexy time playlist is essentially what we're asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just no beating around the bush here. Do you have one? <laughs> I like, as in songs like... Maybe maybe you get a little bit like that in the bedroom. Or perhaps you're more of a... <laughs> uh, you never know what people are into. Um, if that's your gig or... Perhaps you're... Oh, I've, I've lost it. Hang on. Perhaps you're more like a... Oh, a little bit like this in the bedroom. <laughs> I feel like out of all three, that is probably the most me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's funny because... <laughs> me and my girlfriend made made a playlist like this. Now, this is like at the beginning of when we started oh, going hello. out. The beginning of oh, when we going beginning. out. Oh, the beginning. Now, in saying this, uh, I'm... It sounds like I'm hanging out to dry. This was this was pretty much all me. Like it, my girlfriend didn't really have any input in this, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, oh, we should okay. totally we should have a playlist like this. And I've since I've just found it, and I found some of the songs that were on our playlist. And, oh, I'm uh, so excited! Hang on, hang on. So, what age were you when you made this? Well, playlist this would have been like you're, you're with your girlfriend five years. So yeah, so like four years ago, three or 21? four years ago. Yeah, so yeah, twenty one, I suppose. <laughs> okay, one one that I've taken from it. <laughs> cool in the gang, ladies' night. I mean, yeah, okay, <laughs> kind oh, of random. Not, I'm so cringing for you right now. Not like a uh, slick or vibey. Uh, let's go to the next one, which I think is a, a lot worse. <laughs> Stewart, do you think I'm sexy? Like this <laughs> song has probably never ever been played on Spin before. Yet I had it on 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 the playlist. I mean, maybe. Oh, go on. And then if 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 Cool and the Gang and Rod Stewart don't get you in the mood, there's this is a job for one man and one man only. Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> yes. Shaggy coming to the rescue. And I think it's literally just because of the next line, you know, you're in the bedroom. Mr. Lova Lova. Like, I don't know. So, oh, you know, well. looking back, probably not the best song to have on a sexy time playlist. No wonder we never used is- it. <laughs> The thing is, I was going to say, if they were on my playlist, I'd be too busy dancing. I'd be like, hang on, I'm just vibing over here on my own. Just love it, love it. I'd be having way too much fun. So, so 87 1038 Do you and your other half have a sexy time playlist? And if so, what are some of the songs on it? I mean, you can compare them <laughs> with the songs that are on mine, Shaggy, Rod Stewart, Cool and the Gang. And perhaps you can give Laura some tips because she doesn't have one. Yeah, I don't have one. Am I missing out? I feel like at, the, at this rate, I'm probably the only person in Ireland that doesn't have one. But, uh... with Jazz and Laura. And seeing it is Paddy's Eve and Jazz says that St. Paddy is coming down the old chimney tonight. <laughs> uh, we are compiling a list of, I suppose, things that make Ireland, Ireland. The little Irishisms, the little quirks that we have that make us so unapologetically Irish that when you, you hear them, you know you're in Ireland. When you say them overseas, when we were able to travel, people would go, what the hell are you talking about? Yes! Oh, tune! 
Honestly, I just want to have this music in the background forever and ever. <laughs> uh, Jack says, uh, oh, actually, if you have one and you want to add us a list, you can text WhatsApp or send us a WhatsApp voice note. 087-711-1038. Jack says, I love saying, I will, yeah, when I actually have no intention of doing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so Irish, isn't it? Uh, we would bring in the bins. Ah, oh, yeah, I will, yeah. I will, yeah. No, I will, happen. yeah. That means it is not happening. <laughs> uh, Roshin says, hey, guys, my boyfriend is from the UK and has noticed how Irish people say, no after everything if someone is handing him his change giving him his food in a restaurant and uh, and now all, all I can hear is now and I can't unhear it this is so true after anything or yes. or before anything it can really go anywhere now so let us tell you I guarantee we'll do it during the show we'll be like okay we're playing Pressure Pod in a few minutes now <laughs> Yeah, no, we actually have. I, I can actually definitely hear that coming out of our mouths. But also, you know, if you sit down like after a long day, you just go to catch, you go, no. No. And then yeah. and you're like, even though you've no idea to do any, you've no plans to do anything, the now is just, yeah, now. No. I'm going to go straight to watch the telly. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the show. Tell us, what makes Ireland, Ireland? Um, I'm pretty sure they don't do this in any other country. But when you're on the phone and you say like, Bye, 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 like a hundred times when you're about to hang up. <laughs> yes. Guilty. I Laura, am so bad for that. Laura oh, Bracken is the worst bye, 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 ever. I'm actually, I'm quite good <laughs> at controlling myself. I'm, I'm happy enough being like, yeah, see you later, bye, done, hang up. But Laura, you are, the, you are the one of the worst, like worst for it I've ever seen. Oh, I'm so bad. Like, I will literally hang on forever and ever. Like, if you don't hang up the phone call, you can guarantee we'll be here in 12 months' time. Me going, bye, 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 bye now. Bye, love, bye, 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 bye. Yeah. <laughs> Are you bad for it, Aaron? Yeah, I work with customers all the time on the phone as well, and I'm terrible for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm pretty you ever have sure. a little, like, bye, bye, bye off at the end? Like, is it like a battle to who yeah. hang up the phone for? I was... I was just about to say we've done this on the show before with you Laura and someone who was on the phone so mm. let's do it again Aaron you said you're bad and Laura you're the worst for it so when I say 3, 2, 1 <laughs> the two of you just act like you're hanging up the phone okay 3, 2, 1 Bye, 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 bye see you later bye, 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 bye bye, bye, bye all the best now God bless you bye, bye it's almost like you really just have to have the last say like you have to get in the last goodbye otherwise the, the call isn't over yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think Aaron, you're probably the same. See, I don't want anyone to think that I'm mad at them, so I want to have like last bye 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 bye. Because if I hang up first, I'll be like, did I say enough goodbyes? Do they think I'm being short with them? You know, it's just it's just a little nervous thing, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Aaron, thanks so much for coming on. We'll see you later. Cheers. Bye. No worries. Bye, Thank bye, you. Bye bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> I win. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We noticed that Coggle is trending on Twitter and we don't really know why. We couldn't get to the source of it. My guess is maybe it's because yesterday was Paddy's Day and Coggle is a particularly Irish dish. Um, but Jazz, I actually feel a bit unwell talking about it. I've since looked up some pictures and recipes of Coggle online. Yeah. And the boiled sausages are everywhere. I can't take it. There's too much boiled sausage going on. Yeah, it's so weird. Like neither of us have actually ever tried coddle, but we've come up to never. we've come to the conclusion saying we've never tried it, and we don't bloody want to. We, we actually never want to even try it. So we're asking you, what is the thing that you've never tried? But you know that you'd hate it. 87 1038 on WhatsApp. Jer says, I see you there slating the good coddles. My auntie's a black belt at making coddle. Up the flats. 
<laughs> yeah, I've never had it, but like just judging by the pictures, I have like I think it says a lot about a dish if you can't see one nice picture yeah. of the dish. I think I think I think if if it was just a bad picture, fair enough, but I haven't seen one nice looking coddle, therefore I never want to try it. It just looks like Willy soup. That's what we've that's what we've realised as well. <laughs> and when you describe it like that, why would you want that? Exactly. exactly. No one well, would ever want that. Well, you know, each of their own. But yeah, Coddle looks like Willy Soup. Uh, Richie's on WhatsApp. What's the crack, Jazz and Laura Richie here? It has to be toy green curry. That what? smells what? rotten. Ah. <laughs> toy green curry <laughs> is one of life's delicacies. And I won't have a bad word yeah. said about it. Richie has literally taken the nicest thing off the menu and go, nah, rotten. Yeah. <laughs> that is so nice. Oh, Richie, I'm devastated, man. You're missing out. You'll be doing yourself a favour. Sunday night, get yourself a Thai green curry and oh, yeah. it's good. And you have to you have to Delish. get a good one. You have to get a really good one from a fine establishment. Um, but yeah, 87 1038 What have you never tried but you know you'd hate it? Orla, welcome to the show. What have you never tried? Hi, guys. Um, I've never tried oysters and I don't think I ever will. They look like big snuffs. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> my thoughts exactly don't they look like someone like got like phlegm or like a snot oh, and then scooped yeah. it up in a shell <laughs> they're horrible they're gross looking and then I also heard things about them that they have poo in them or feces <gasps> what <laughs> yes really yeah. as in as in like fish poo or whatever yeah I don't know I'm not too sure but I don't plan on trying or anything like that so oh, yeah oh that's <laughs> rotten although oh, like supposed to be like really fancy yeah yeah very expensive too so and they I say they say they're an aphrodisiac like they make you feel all certain ways about certain people and all that sort of crack so uh-huh. how does how does something so slimy and slobbery make you <laughs> yeah. be, make you feel all handsy and fancy and stuff I don't know it, it doesn't, <laughs> so doesn't it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> no uh, I don't know Orla thanks so much for coming on no problem with Jazz and Laura Paddy's Day yesterday. Happy Paddy's Day. Not all snakes, etc., etc. Uh, <laughs> obviously, not a lot going on. But it was a lovely day and I went for a walk. Would you believe? Went for wow. a walk. Such a gorgeous day. Oh, it was lovely. Uh, but after it, I was getting a little bit of food. Um, at this really cool kind of like... like not, not, not like an outdoor restaurant. Essentially just a restaurant that we're doing like food out their window sort of thing. Uh beside a beside a big field essentially so people who would finish their walks were getting food there and that was great and obviously because it was a sunny day people were had the same idea as me <laughs> it was my idea going out for a walk and getting food after um, Jazz invented coffee in a walk don't you know <laughs> but obviously because there is a lot of people there and um, the restaurant was under pressure for making the food burgers and chips and wings and all that sort of crack so there was a lot of people dispersed around the field field waiting for food and they'd call the number for your order on a microphone and that was it and clearly they they were busy you know if we ordered coffees as well so the coffees came first then we were continuing to wait for the food and that was grand taken probably took like a 20 minute wait or whatever so people would be hungry and all that sort of crack and eventually uh, our number was called and I went up to the window to, the, to collect the food and they obviously gave the food in a, li- in a little uh, brown carrier bag so you could go off either home or through the field and sit down to, yeah. to eat your food and that sort of crack. So bag was fairly bulging with food but like it wasn't it wasn't spilling out the top or anything and I get the bag I take two steps away from the window and the little brown handle <gasps> on the carrier bag goes oh, and the bag swings 
and hits the deck and all the boxes <gasps> of food spill out and and everyone who was waiting in the same position as me like probably like 20 oh, or 30 no. people dispersed obviously waiting for their number to be called so looking at the direction of the window saw this happen and everyone as if they were a bloody choir goes Ooh, and I was like, "Oh no!" no. Now, thankfully, I say that was so annoying. I know. Now, thankfully, the the food didn't actually spill out of the boxes too much, and it was it was uh, salvageable. So we did we didn't lose the whole thing. But I just thought it was so funny. It was almost like everyone else who was there who was waiting for their food was in on this joke that the bag was going to rip on me. And as soon as it does, in perfect harmony, we'll all go, "Ooh." And tell me this, did you get any of your money back because the food spilled? Not or a like, chance. Did you just have to just take it? Not a chance. No. And, I, and I'm definitely not that brave to be like, well, first of all, the food was grand. Like, we managed to, to salvage it. I'm not that brave to be like, uh, the bag you gave me was um, damaged, food spilled, I demand a refund or credit note for future purchase. I wouldn't be doing that. I actually had a moment uh, last weekend where I ordered from a place that I hadn't ordered from before. Like, I've eaten in the restaurant, but I'd never gotten a takeaway before. And on the on the menu, there there were one of these places where you can get like you know when you on the starters you can get like a starter size, you can get it as a main size. Mm. My dad ordered like a salad, and uh, it was it was a main. He ordered the main size, and we got it home. I collected it, and I realized that it, they gave me like the smaller size. So I ended, and I've never done this. Normally, I'm like, oh yeah, everything's fine, everything's grand, just eat it up. It's gonna be grand. But the fact that it was like a salad, and it was like nearly twenty <laughs> quid, I was like, hang on a second. We're not. We're getting done here. I need to go back up. So I drove back no. up. And like in and in the car, I was like, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Consumer rights. No, 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 no. I had this whole thing in my head. And then I got there and I was like, sorry, excuse me, just a quick inquiry. I was here about 10 minutes ago. Sweet as pie. <laughs> I don't know if I got the right size salad. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, sorry. We actually gave you the wrong one. Here's another one. Uh. And I was like, oh, thanks. No problem. Um, so mistakes happen but like that until you're in the moment you don't know how you're going to react yeah. and you, you went for you just didn't react at all you're like it's grand, yeah, no it's grand. here's extra money for your trouble swallow my pride and swallow my soily chips <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura now obviously Paddy's Day being yesterday midweek a lot of people had a good idea being like you know what if we take the Thursday and Friday off work that means we'll get five days of no work at a cost of two days of annual leave a lot of people doing it pretty good job we probably should have done it it is genius do you know what it did cross my mind Jazz but then I was kind of thinking I was like do I want these two days off or do I want two days off later on in the year when things open up when I can go to a spa when I can travel outside my county I feel like like last night we had the night off I hate to say it but I spent the evening in my bedroom where I would be anyway Uh. uh, doing the show so I kind of felt like I may as well just switch on the laptop and go hello yeah yeah (laughs) Um, here's the thing Uh, we found out today that Nick who works here in Spain he helps with the show he does a lot of other stuff as well we found out today that he was off today and I was like oh you know he had the right idea Thursday and Friday and then we found out no it's actually just today he's still we're still at work Mm. tomorrow and then we found out that apparently he took the day off today to watch the new Justice (laughs) League film now I don't I'm not into all that sort of crack apparently big deal about this new one it's four hours long yada 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 yeah my boyfriend is currently watching it as well he's mad into like superhero stuff and he basically said yeah it's four hours long gonna put it on now that was at half past six that's code for 
don't come near me. Don't even think about breathing in my direction or text me until half past ten tonight. So I haven't heard from him since. So it must be going well. He's two hours into it now. So I was like, you know what? Nigga's at home having a day to watch a bloody movie. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him a ring. I'm going to give Nick a call and see if he can justify his day off. And I'll also, I'll throw on an accent and I'll pretend to be someone who I'm not. This is how it went. <laughs> Hello, Nick speaking. Hey, is that Nick, yeah? Yes. Nick, Paul here from Warner Brothers Island. We got your number from one of your spin colleagues, Michael. Uh, we're looking after the PR for the new Justice League film. I believe you have an interest. Uh, yeah, big time. Oh, great, mate. Good to hear it. Uh, could just, give I... you, just giving you a quick bell uh, regarding some uh, merch for it. Uh, would you be interested in receiving some Justice League merch? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely. I can't help... Obviously, you know, I work for a radio station, so I can't help but feel like I'm being stitched up a little bit here by somebody. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from. No, no, we got your, we got your number from uh, Michael Brett. He said uh, you've, okay. t- you've taken the day off to uh, to watch the film, mate. I did. T- I took the day I've been waiting three years for this and took the day off today and everything. Oh, good to hear it, mate. Do uh, you think it's a valid? it's a valid reason to take the day off? This is 100% jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I thought I had you. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting stitched up here. The, the British accent was very, very convincing. <laughs> I was like, will I do British? Will I keep it Irish? Oh, I thought I had you. <laughs> man, you got my hopes up so much there. I really thought I was going to get some stuff. My next point that I was going to make was, Mate, I'm not a bloody influencer. Don't expect me to post anything online. Send me the stuff, but don't expect anything online. Oh, man, I was going to follow it up with, you're the only person who'd wear the merch. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, I saw something online today, and apparently this is the ultimate test to see whether or not you are a genius. If you get this question right, apparently you are in fact a genius. And naturally, I want to put the question to you. Now, Jazz, I must say, I don't have very high hopes, and that's just not me trying to be funny. Or trying to be a bit Excuse nasty. you, Jazz. No, I wouldn't. Don't embarrass yourself now. And I'm going to tell you why I don't have high hopes because we have a little thing uh, for the show that we like to call a running order, and that's how we know what we're doing it every single given time on the show. At 9:35, I wrote, "Is Jazz Keen a genius?" Question mark. Let's find out. And then Jazz wrote beside it, "No need." Answer is yes. Yeah. But you spelt the word need wrong. You spelt it with three E's and not two E's. So uh, <laughs> it's actually that's actually yeah. a secret. Um, it's a, a common thing. Uh, real genii, we spell need mm. with three E's. Okay. It's yeah. All right. Einstein look, did it. Look well. Uh, the Rock does well, it. If you okay, well look. If you get this answer right, then you are in fact a genius. Okay, this is actually a riddle. So apparently, if you can answer this riddle, you are a genius. Are you ready? Yeah. Saint Paddy did it too. Yeah, one Sunday afternoon, a rich man was found in his mansion. He was murdered. There are four people that work for the rich man. A gardener, a maid, a cook and a housekeeper. The gardener said he was pulling weeds. The maid said she was getting the mail. The cook said he was making his lunch. The housekeeper said she's making his bed. They arrested someone after listening to all four of them. Who was it and how do you know? Okay, just go go again slowly. Okay, so on Sunday afternoon, a rich man was found murdered in his mansion. There are four people that work for the rich man. A gardener, a maid, 
a cook and a housekeeper. The gardener said he was pulling weeds. The maid said she was getting the mail. The cook said he was making his lunch. And the housekeeper said she was making his bed. They arrested someone after listening to all four of them. Who was it and how do you know? Oh, I know. I the know. Genius points. I know. If I could think about this for about ten minutes, I probably could work it out. But we okay, don't. Okay. So gardener was pulling weeds. The maid was getting the mail. The cook was making lunch, and the housekeeper was making the bed. How did they know who did it? Yes. 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 I have it. I have it. The, okay. So just run me through those 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 four again. I just need to clarify. <laughs> okay. The gardener was pulling the weeds. The maid said she was getting the mail. The cook said he was making the lunch. And the housekeeper said she was making the bed. Who was it and why? It was the maid because there's no post on Sundays. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Lock it in, Chris Tyrant. Would you like to phone a friend? No. Chris Tyrant, stop playing me. That was correct! I told you! You just won one million pounds! Yes! <laughs> Come on! Oh, That's what you wow. learn from watching Harry Potter. Now post on Sunday. Re- oh yeah, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> at what point was there magic and wizards and that? Because I missed that part. Please fill me in. Come well done, on! Guys, you are in fact a genius. You, n- you know what you, n- you now need, from this moment forth, you have to address me as Jad's Keen, the the, D, the genius DJ Jazz Keen I'm going to change my Instagram name oh, to what Jazz, Jazz Keen Keenius? Ja- oh nah because people are like Jazz what does Keenius. that mean because that sounds like too that sounds too like Jazz Penius <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call you behind your back to everyone else in the office you have to say I tested Jazz to see if he was a genius and he passed he is a genius well done Jazz you are a genius yes Every day. Yay. You have to do this every day. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Now, something that I have found myself doing a lot recently on Fridays, and realistically, I think I'm probably going to do it tonight after the show, is on my ooh, way home. Oh, can I guess? Go on. I think you are going to go to the shop on your way home and you are going to pick up not one but two frozen pizzas bang them in the oven and nom 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 oh, I was right yes, yes. indeed <laughs> I've kind of I've kind of uh, christened Fridays oven pizza Fridays in my head because and I, did, I really didn't plan to do it a couple of months ago I was on my way home and I was like you know what I'm a little bit peckish so I picked up a couple of <laughs> oven pizzas on the way home and I was like oh oven pizzas are actually class Oh, they are! I think they are top tier food. I don't care what anyone says. Oven pizzas are so good, like so so good. And we made the point last week. Technically, every pizza is an oven pizza, but I know exactly what you mean when you say oven pizza. Ah, yeah, you know what I mean. The frozen pizza, like they range from two Mm. two euro to like five quid for the fancy ones with the stuffed crust. But to be honest, the the cheapy like (laughs) two euro ones. They're so good as well And they're just a lovely little treat And you don't feel like a piece of ass After having one Like a big takeaway And I've just no. been, I've been doing it loads recently Like pretty much every Friday For like the past two months I just Look been, we're in lockdown It's whatever keeps yeah. you happy you know You gotta do it It's the little things It really is And last week I got them on the way home And I stuck up an Instagram story On my Instagram when I got home Just like with the, with the poll About two of the flavours that I got and I got one pepperoni and one like spicy chicken or whatever it was and I put up a poll being like pep 
and kick being like what What are you going for what are you going for now Laura mm-hmm. I can't remember what you voted in the poll but what would you be going for pepperoni or chicken oh I think oh, I love both I like when I can get both but if I had to pick one I would only pick pepperoni yeah you know, see that's the thing in my mm-hmm. head and I had a conversation with one of my yeah. mates about it as well for me pepperoni is like the number one pizza be it takeaway restaurant or oven pepperoni is the number one pizza topping and that's it however in the poll chicken came out that's my throat yearning for an oven pizza <laughs> the chicken came out on top by about 55 45% in the poll and I was honestly Ooh. flabbergasted and a lot of people voted I'm and oh, I was like yeah. that means people generally prefer chicken to pepperoni on a pizza Oh yeah, I'm quite shocked at that too. But do you know what my my logic is? Pepperoni is one of those foods that I just associate with pizza and yeah. I would never have pepperoni any other time. Yeah. Like you can put chicken in a salad, you can have a roast chicken, you can have uh, a chicken breast stuff with loads of stuff. Like you can have so many different variations of chicken. But when you have pepperoni, you only ever have pepperoni on pizza. Yeah, so exactly. Why would you why so why would you have just a chicken pizza when you could have pepperoni pizza when you when you can have chicken anytime? I agree. Then I was talking to my girlfriend about and she was like oh is that what that poll meant and I was like what do you mean like it was it was a photo it was a photo of two pizza boxes the flavours were pepperoni and chicken and the poll said pep and chick she was like oh I just thought it meant like you know pep in your step or or chic chic dinner and I was like are you (laughs) joking and I was like what did you vote for and she was like a chic dinner I was like what the hell is a chic dinner yeah, what the hell is a chic dinner? Like, so, what? So what now I'm thinking. Mean? Now I'm thinking my results are skewed, and I don't know if we can take this as gospel anymore. Which I, which I'm happy about because pepperoni lost out. Yeah, no, pepperoni should win absolutely. As I said pepperoni belongs on pizza and nowhere else. I have never had pepperoni any other time apart yeah. from pizza. So yeah. take the pepperoni when you can. Yeah, who knows what'll happen tonight for Oven Pizza Fridays we can be sure I'll update you on my Instagram story and speaking of oh, lovely and speaking of lovely oven treats something very interesting we'll tell you in five the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura moving on mm. to another delicious oven treat the jambon and now <gasps> oh wow jambons we, I speak mm. about jambons because uh, an Irish company called Golden Bake they're essentially on the lookout for someone to join them um <laughs> for a role that sounds pretty good, they're looking for a head jambon taster. And also, this oh, is all. Oh, wow. This is ahead of National Jambon Day, which I didn't realise was a real thing. Um, and also, I don't. They haven't released a day for National Jambon Day, but I think it's, I think it's in April. Um, but anyway, they're looking for someone to taste all the jambons, which is pretty cool. But it interests me because I've had a weird relationship with jambons over the years because I reckon I've only had five ever in my life before. And my first, my first, my first um, interaction with a jambon, I remember, <laughs> was in school and in our old canteen in school, they used to sell jambons and they were absolutely rotten. And a lot of my friends loved them. And I just couldn't believe the hype. I was like, why are you eating these things? They're rotten. And since then, it obviously just put like a metaphorical sour taste in my mouth about them. And I have therefore never been interested in them. But I know you, Laura Bracken, are a fan of a jambon. Oh, I'm a big fan of a jambon. I literally lived off them in college. At least least twice, three times a week, I would go across the road to the deli and get a jambon like two or three jambons they are so delicious and you can get the ones for the freezer and they're just such a nice little pocket of love just to have in your freezer pop them in the oven nom 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 delish yeah and 
the last two jam bonds I had of the five I've ever had were the oven ones that you told me to go and get and they were pretty good yeah they're so good I think I actually told you to get pepperoni ones yeah, though, didn't I? game changer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so, mad for pepperoni here on the Zoopers <laughs> so here's the thing obviously uh, Golden Bake you can if you want to be their head jam bond taster you can find out loads more online about it but Laura if you were going to be the jam bond taster ahead of National Jam Bond Day I'm going to give you a pitch right now I'm going to put 20 seconds on the clock and you need to go for 20 seconds, no more, no less, about jam bonds and why you love them. Go! Oh, jam bonds, jam bonds, jam bonds. My one, one true love. Every night I kiss a photograph of a jam bond. I keep one under my pillow. The photograph, not the actual jam bond. The jam bond I keep in my belly. I have at least two jam bonds a day. They are so delicious. They are cheesy. They are pepperoni. Sometimes they have ham in them. They are just so good. Please, I love them forever. Do you really have two jam bonds a day? I mean, like, yeah. What if I you would could? Have, I would have, I would if I could. I, I like to keep uh, some in the freezer. I have maybe one a week, I'd say. I love them. They're just so nice. <laughs> they are good. Oh, the flaky pastry. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so good. Do you think I passed, Jazz? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I could trust you with the job of jam bond taster. Should I ever release my own range of jam bonds? The Jazz Bun! There you go. Oh, there yes. you go. I'm oh gonna, my god, this needs to happen. I'm gonna need to follow through on this business opportunity. The jazz bond. You know what, Jazz? You know what, Jazz? I was going to do another genius test on you inside the next five minutes, but seeing as you've just created your own <laughs> jam bond, I would already say that you are in fact a genius. But no, I do have another um, little, little I was gonna say a jam bond quiz. A little genius <laughs> quiz for you inside the next five minutes because you passed a genius quiz last night. I wasn't necessarily convinced. Well, the jam bond has changed my mind. Yeah. This is the final, final test to see if you are, in fact, a genius. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retain my crown as genius, and I'm, I'm coming into it confident. I passed it last night. I reckon I'm gonna go two for two. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. So I have another genius question for you. So you got that right. Um, and now I want I, I think you may have just gotten lucky but I'm going to ask you this question now I should say for the record I did not get the answer to this question correctly and I didn't get the one from last night correct either so um, I am intrigued to see if you get this one right are you ready Jazz let's see if you are a genius okay Jazz the question is how many bricks does it take to complete a building made of bricks is it none is it all the bricks used is it the last one or is it 1,000 bricks? <laughs> what? <laughs> How many bricks? I'll repeat it again slower. How many bricks does it take to complete a building made of bricks? Is it A, none? B, all the bricks used? C, the last brick? Or D, 1,000 bricks? How many bricks, Jazz? I can, Are you bricking it? You look a bit nervous. I can definitely see logic for a few answers here. Like... Okay. I know these are riddles and it's usually not the first thing you think of, but there's only a couple of ways this can go. Like... I don't think it's going to be a thousand bricks because that's too specific and it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, okay. Run me, through, run me through again. Is it A, none, B, all the bricks used, C, the last one, or D, 1,000 bricks? Okay, it's de I'm definitely between all the bricks used and 
the last brick because the question says how many bricks blah 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 to complete and obviously a building wouldn't be complete until you use the last brick but then like you could also say the building isn't complete complete until all the bricks are used so I've said my piece and I know both of them could be right but I'm gonna lock in the last brick final answer yes Chris Tarrant one million pounds <laughs> am I correct You've just won a million pounds! Yes! Oh my God! God, You're so smart! You are so good at riddles. Don't don't act so so surprised. You're like, Jazz, you're so smart. (laughs) Jazz, you're not as thick as I thought you were. (laughs) No, seriously. I I got that wrong. I got that wrong. What did you say? I said all the bricks. I said all the bricks, which, which isn't wrong because it's not complete unless you use all of them but I suppose the most important one is the last one because if you don't complete it if you don't use the last brick then you don't have a complete building so uh, well done anything to say for yourself you are a genius Uh, you're a genius Giles well done yeah and two tests last night I baffled you tonight I sealed the deal just go just go again yeah it's music to my ears Jazz. You're not that thick. Well uh, done. No, I will. I will stop this show <laughs> until you until you say it. I have nowhere to be. We can stay right here all night if you want. I'm I'm already in my bedroom. I'm already home. <laughs> okay, fine, Jazz. You're a genius. Well yes. done. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.